WBVIFM. Astoria, Finley, Tiffin, and Bowling Green. Where we give you the greatest hits of all time, free. Are you sure this is legal? I don't know. No, this, this is Classic Hits 96.7 WBVI. It's time for the NWO Orthopedic Sports Huddle. From the Fricker Studio. On Classic Hits 96.7 WBVI. On ESPN 1430 AM. And at 105.7 FM WFOB. The Sports Huddle is brought to you by NWO Orthopedics. Frickers. Warner Automotive. By Blanchard Valley Health System. Roto-Rooter. Bigby Coffee. By Northwestern Water and Sewer District. Wilson Tire. Grit. By M.J. Brown Construction Company. Premier Bank. Campus Polyod. By Financial Design Insurance Agency. Snyder's Flooring Outlet. Ohio Automotive Supply. Seneca Millwork. Five-star maintenance. And by the Ropey Corporation. And now. Let's go to Lance and Matt. Coming to you live from the Fricker Studio. For the NWO Orthopedics Sports Huddle. Welcome on into this edition of the NWO Orthopedics Sports Huddle live from the Fricker Studios on ESPN 1430 AM 105.7 FM. WFOB Classic Hits 96.7 WBVI. Lance Morris here with you. Matt Common will be joining me here in just a few minutes. We'll be talking with Hopewell Loudon head boys basketball coach Roger Jury along with some of his players. They will be joining us here in the studio tonight. They finished the season as the lone champs in the SBC River after a three-way tie for the league crown a season ago. They will open up their postseason on Friday. They will be taking on either Arcadia or Fremont St. Joe. Stop by the Frickers in Finley for their daily special tonight at the Sirloin Steak Dinner. Kids eat free all day, every day at Frickers. Download the Frickers app and find them online at Frickers.com. And don't miss our coverage of high school basketball. Coming your way over the next few days, Thursday night, a doubleheader of high school girls district basketball. Game one, a BVC matchup, Macomb taking out Arcadia. Game two, an old MAL matchup, Calvert going up against Cary. You can join Jimmy Nicholson and I for both of those games, and those will be on both of our stations on Thursday night. Friday, we'll have boys sectional final games on each of our stations. Here on Classic Kits, we plan to have New Regal against Old Ford as long as they both win their semifinal games tonight. Matt Brown and I would have that one for you on Friday just before 7 o'clock. On WFOB, coverage of Fall Story of Basketball as they look to host either Napoleon or Lima Bath as they hope to win a sectional title. Matt Common and Tom Grind have that one Friday night on WFOB. And then Saturday night, we'll have the district finals matchup for the winners from the Thursday games. It'll either be Macomb or Arcadia taking on Cary or Calvert. We'll have that game just before Six o'clock Saturday night on both of our stations. With that, we'll step aside for a quick timeout. When we come back, we'll be talking with Hope All Out and Boys Basketball Coach Roger Jury. You're on the NWO Orthopedics Sports Auto from the Fricker Studios. For over 100 years, iron workers have been building America. Do you have what it takes to be an iron worker? Do you like to work with your hands? Do you like to be creative and solve problems? Do you like to be outdoors and don't mind getting dirty? With starting pay of $18 an hour and with medical and retirement benefits, there are ironworker jobs available in Northwest Ohio. To take your career to new heights, call the Ironworkers Local 55 Training Center at 419-382-3080 and build a better future. Everyday values are at only one place, Frickers. Monday, boneless frickin' chicken wings. Tuesday, traditional frickin' chicken wings. Wednesday is all about that steak. Thursday, frickin' chicken chunks. Frickers, where kids 10 and under eat free every day. Remember, draft beer specials, everyday values, and kids eat free every day. The home for money-saving value is the home for fun, food, sports, and spirits, Frickers.
Winter, that means snow, ice, and treacherous traveling. Make sure you have a dependable ride. Deals are happening daily at Warner Economy Corner at the corner of Blanchard and Blanchard. Talk to the guys at Warner Economy Corner and they'll set you up with a quality used vehicle at a great deal. Dependability, smiles, deals, and great customer service are waiting for you at Warner Economy Corner. Deals on wheels happen every day, Monday through Saturday. Hey, Wyandotte County, NWO can now serve your local orthopedic and physical therapy needs a bit closer to home. We are now located in Upper Sandusky at 109 Haupt Drive. We provide the same great standard that NWO always offers, and we are now accepting patients wanting to be seen in our Upper Sandusky office. Call for your appointment today or contact us online to get scheduled. We look forward to serving you in Upper Sandusky at 109 Haupt Drive. There's only one place to go, NWO. We are here on the NWO Orthopedics Sports Huddle from the Frickers Studios. Your classic, it's 96.7 WBVI, ESPN, 1430 AM, 105.7 FM. Lance Morris alongside Matt Common. Matt, again, how are we doing? I'm doing good. Happy to be here. Uh, there's a lot more people in here than usually in my <laughs> private studio in like a bunker in Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> usually it's just me by myself and it's, you know, sad. Like the lights are off. It's just It's very dark. No one knows the exact location. That, there's like a lot of people here. I, I don't know how to respond. I don't know how to act. This is there. There's there's a whole team of humans in here, and one of the most terrifying and funniest coaches in the region sitting next to me as well. Like so, I'm trying to be on my p's and q's because there's a lot of throwable material in this office at the same time. So no, I'm doing great. Um, hopefully everybody's back at home already, nice and safe and uh, snug because my god, that wind is nasty. Oh yeah out there today it, it felt like driving uh driving headfirst in mud most of the way out here but uh should be a good show looking forward to it got a lot of fun stuff on deck for you guys tonight as matt very much alluded to and as you heard off the top we are now joined by hopewell loudon head boys basketball coach roger jury here in the frickers studios coach how you doing really good thanks for having us guys yeah thank you again for taking the time always appreciate getting a chance to uh catch up with you and the team as well so of course last year you guys want to share the league title make it to the district title game brought back all the last season starters and a lot of the rotation guys as well. How much did that kind of help the transition into getting things uh, into the start of the season? It definitely helps the transition, especially from the standpoint that they're so successful in their fall sports and, and we don't get many practices to begin the year. So to have a group of kids and not just your starters, but a couple of kids in the rotation, as you mentioned, is just huge to be able to do that. Um, they do a great job in the month of June and then we pretty much don't see them for a while again, but um, overall, they do a wonderful job. Of course, we were able to have Carter and, and Austin and Donovan part of the time in the fall, um, which keeps a consistency there as well. But, um, you know, it's, glad, it's good to have those starting kids back anytime you can, but also good to have them very successful in the fall sports they come out of when they've already learned how to win. Well, and it seemed, Coach, like you guys didn't miss a beat at all with those fall sports. First of all, to the guys in here that will get to you all later, congratulations, very successful football season as well. as fun to watch you guys throughout the fall season but uh as we as Lance just mentioned last year a share of the SBC title this year it's just yours right. yours outright no discussion no debate no one can try and make a claim on it is just Hopewell Loudons how much different does that feel and how much pride does that bring back to the program that it's not a share it's not a piece it's yours it brings a tremendous amount of pride of course anytime you have a championship or just actually if you have really good kids and and play well and do successful things it brings a lot of pride but 
Um, to have it individually is very, very important, especially with them being seniors. And, um, you know, we thought we were in pretty good shape. Um, it was a weird year because the other teams both had uh, quite a few kids back too. Of course, Calvert probably lost as much as anybody was in the in the race with us, you know, losing an Ohio point, point guard. But um, other than that, everybody had kids back, and it was still a fight. That's what's really good about these kids. Like, it wasn't guaranteed. I mean, Old Ford has, has several scores and, and five, six kids that are pretty good, and Calvert still has three or four kids that are pretty good. And, you know, we take a lot of pride in it because we want to win every game in our league, but we take a lot of pride in saying our league's pretty good. You know, Calvert and, and Old Ford probably played technically a, a better non-league schedule than we did. We only have four non-league games in this league or whatever starting in the future and six now, but they both did a really good job. So on the nights, we're not going after each other. Like, we like to see them be successful as well, and it only makes our success even sweeter. Talking with Coach Roger Jury from Hopewell Loudon here on the NWO Orthopedics Sports Huddle from the Frickers Studios here. Classic, it's 96.7, ESPN 1430 AM, 105.7 FM. WFB, and uh, you mentioned it, so let's go into that portion. You mentioned kind of the non-league schedule with the double round robin you guys play. Obviously, like you say, doesn't give you a whole lot of non-conference games, but you did get the benefit of you drop the first game to Calvert, you come around, get him on that second try. So I guess overall, obviously positives and negatives, where do you kind of stand with having the double round robin in the league? I, I think it really comes down to numbers of teams. When we add – you know, Northwood next year, and we have 18 games. It makes it pretty hard, especially the RPI stuff. I mean, everything's crazy with all the ratings and, and whatever. So we have a couple of traditional games. We're always going to play Mohawk. And, you know, small schools will usually they're, – they're good for a couple of years, and maybe they're down a little bit. Um, we're always going to play, uh, you know, as long as they want to keep doing it. My manager, Cody Rainey, that passed away um, several years ago. I mean, that's, some things are more important than basketball. So we're going to play that game all the time. You know, Arcadia's getting better. We just talked about that before. But, but in the rankings, when we have four non-league games and some teams play a single game and play eight games, and, and you technically can have a team like, you know, Van Lue, say the league's really, really good this year. I love Coach Cleffer and he went through. We talk all the time, so it's not anything there. But, I mean, just playing Liberty Benton, playing Pandora, playing those guys, and then they go play some other non-league games. I mean, technically, a team that wins four or five games could be ahead of a team that wins 11 or 12 if they adjust that magnifier part about who you play. That's a scary thing for us in a league that has um, – you know, 18 games. Other than that's not really a big deal if you still did it probably the way you used to do it. But on the flip side, if you win and take care of business, you're usually going to be in pretty good shape. you got to play somebody in the tournament at a certain point anyway. So. And now, going along with that, with the double round, Robin, you mentioned it, talking about the conference title, that this is just a loaded conference oh, yeah. year in and year out. So in that regard, does that make it feel like it's not as much of a detriment that it's the double round, Robin, where you don't have as many non-conference opportunities? Because at the end of the day, you're still playing a pretty loaded schedule year in and year out. No, those you know the top four or five teams are always going to be really good. But the problem is that when when you beat each other, and the rankings are all based on your overall record. So of course, any league is going to be 500 at the end of the year. I mean, you play 100 games, the league is going to be 50 and 50. Um, You know, so you get the big points here, but you lose points there. So um, some of the teams only play like like in the BBC if they if they play nine, ten, eleven, twelve games, they go schedule nine games on their good years. Most teams can foresee when they're going to be pretty good. If they can schedule nine really good teams and pick up even more points, um, you know, a lot of the Columbus area teams, smaller leagues, like they wanted that. Um, teams in our area, of course, it, it's probably not something we want to push for just because of that number. But, yeah, you got you got New Regal this year who's right there and played unbelievable basketball at the end of the year who's really good. So, um, yeah, in that way, it does get you ready for the tournament. And we see the same teams in the tournament anyway. Now, I, I do have to jump before Lance on this one because uh, – 
I'm making no secret. You're one of my favorite coaches to watch night in and night out. You're, you're, you're animated style. You're passionate. He's not even talking about the team. He's talking about you. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, You guys are fine. You guys are great. It's, it's really half the game. I'm kind of just focused on you coach. But uh, one of the things that has changed this year, and I'd love your thoughts on it. The uh, change with the removal of the one-on-ones going to the straight two shots per quarter reset in each quarter. It, It seems to me like it's really increased the level of aggressive play. It out there and has really changed the dynamic of the strategy behind when do you foul, who gets the fouls, when you rotate people in, offense, defense, substitutions. I'd really love your thoughts on it. I, I really, from our standpoint, the way we play, I really don't like it. I was pretty vocal about that because um, there's a, even all college teams don't track this, but forever, like one thing I really, really look at is how many fouls do does a team draw or do individual players draw. There's so many things that go into like who your best players are, who your you know, whatever, but, you know, you, you have a kid that draws six or seven or eight fouls um, throughout the game, you may not even get in a one-on-one now because when they reset it after five and the referees, you know, depending how they play, maybe they let you play a little more physical, maybe the kids are more physical, I'm not sure which one it is, but it, it does take that element out of, like, if, if you can get into a one-on-one at the end of the first quarter and just maintain it through the second quarter and get to the two-foul anyway. So I think from that standpoint, it changes some of the tactics a little bit. Um, you know, once you get used to it, it's like anything else. So I think it does let our kids be a little more aggressive if they want to be more aggressive in play. So there are some positives, positives for it too. But, but being in the original standpoint of, of trying to put fouls on other teams, uh, you know, the old Bobby Knight thing, you try to make more free throws than the other team attempts or whatever, um, that's sort of out the window now. Because if you look at the free throws, not many teams shoot even the bonus in, in a quarter. So it's, I think it's a combination of they let them play a little bit differently and a combination of just not as many fouls are called and you don't get there. Talking with Roger Jury, Hopewell Loudon, head boys basketball coach here on the NWO Orthopedics Sports Huddle from the Frickers Studios. And the SBC announced their all-league teams a little earlier on in the week, and about half your guys here were a part of that list. Uh, Evan Kreese, um, most outstanding player, second straight season. Donovan Elmore on the first team, Carter Yarbrough on the second team. Blake Barrier also has an honorable mention. So what, what does it mean to see your guys – you know, be honored across the league the way they have this season? It means a lot. I mean, they put in time and effort and whatever else. It also means a lot for all the other kids. I mean, if you don't got somebody to play against in practice or whatever else, they're not going to do as well. And, you know, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. I'm proud of these kids. I want us to get four. And then when we get four, I probably want to have five selfishly when we have a good season or whatever. And, you know, I think all these kids are really good. And, you know, other than Evan, he got the highest honor you can possibly get. And, you know, you always you always think about it afterward. You're happy they get it. But sometimes you wish your kids would have gotten a little bit more a little bit whatever else, especially on a good year. But um, it's really a whole team award. I mean, the, the kids that practice, if they don't practice hard against some, you know, everybody's getting better. You know, our 13th guy gets better, the second guy gets better, um, those kind of things. But it's awesome. You know, we really don't talk about too much, and they're great kids. They don't talk about too much. I mean, maybe they talk about it afterward, but they don't talk about too much. I pretty much say, look, man, here's a team award. Um, you know, everybody puts stuff into this. Congratulations. We love you. I try to get a hold of their parents right away. Some of you media people, not just you guys. Yeah, everybody gets on Twitter. Like every place we go, don't put it out till Monday. Don't put it out till Tuesday. Two minutes later, it's on there. So, you know, I try to I try to let them know even ahead of time verbally, and then we put it out on Twitter or whatever later. But it usually gets out there somehow. The league actually did a better job. I don't think too much got out on that one until Tuesday. So that wasn't too bad. Oh wait, hold up. So there's there's other media people besides Lance and me. <laughs> oh, that, that hey, are- no. Like, I mean, not just for you, just there, in there general. Must be. I'm, I'm really confused I was, about I this. was just as shocked as you are. There must be. I told him on the way in here. I said, this is the only place I'm aware of. You guys I, you guys are awesome. I, I, I was not aware other stations are 
no. media outlets existed. Maybe Josh Morgan, but that's about yeah. it. We, but, we give him the benefit. But uh, <laughs> talking about the some of the players' individual accolades and all that, one of the players that really stands out to me, not for what they're doing on the court, but just the level of support and team environment that they produce, is Will Nutter. Oh, yes. Obviously, missed out during the football season, missing out again during the basketball season because injury. But I'll just echo a statement that Lance and I have said more, more than once covering games. My God, he is there, and he is just as animated and hyped up as someone out on the floor. Yeah. Uh, what can you say about him and what he brings night in, night out to the program, even though it's not on the court? Oh, he definitely does. I mean, he he's a worker. He's a great student. Um, he's getting better all the time. He's playing the manager, shooting around with him after practice today or whatever else. And um, but but his leadership shows, even though he's only a junior. I mean, that's an example. Some people are, are verbal leaders. Some people lead by example. Some people are blessed to be able to do two or three of those things at one time, but he's definitely a leader. And I truly appreciate it. And, you know, that's really tough. So, so when it first happened, you know, I told him I felt so bad for him and whatever else. And, you know, you're not even sure some kids, he's an ex, he's an unbelievable football kid. And, you know, it runs through your mind. Like, well, we even want to hang around. We do whatever. And I said, you need to go lift weights or do whatever you want to do. And, and he's there as much as he possibly can be. I mean, some days of practice, if he's not there, I know he's working out and I know he's going through his rehab stuff and um, just has done a wonderful job. Like you couldn't ask for more. And, um, you know, he and our other upperclassmen leaders that are on the bench. They just do a they do a fantastic job. That's all part of being a being a team. But um, and again, like hopefully everything, you know, you just, that's the kind of kid you hope he has an unbelievable football season and basketball season next year. Because it's so hard for kids to to lose an entire season. And right along with that, the senior class. I mean, as a whole. I mean, not just basketball, but really all sports. It seems like all you know have made significant and had significant roles across really all those different. Uh, sports. So what can you kind of say about how they've been instrumental in moving the program to now where it's back-to-back league titles, chance to make it to back to the districts, hopefully get even further than that this season. What can you say about those guys? Oh, it's fantastic. I think that, um, you know, little kids are always every year, they're very excited about seeing the kids play. They look up to them. Um, they start to set goals. And, and every time a group has a, has a lot of success, the goal either stays at least the same to win a league or whatever, or to get even better. And, and they've helped build that situation where hopefully all the young kids are thinking, I want to be just like this guy. I want to be like that. We want to try to win as many games. We want to do the same thing. So um, that's where they really help build the program. Sometimes I think they don't even know that. I mean, we say it all the time, but, like, th- those kids really are. Like, little eyes are upon you. You heard that cliche before. You know, that, that really does happen all the time. So those guys have been wonderful to be able to put them in that situation. The kids can see that and build from that success. And, Coach, uh, one of the things getting a little bit back to fouls, but a little bit more lighthearted side of it. Uh, one of the things I have noticed this year as well with you, your reaction time going to the officials, almost next level. Like, I feel you could go pro at this point. It is oh. it is very quick. You're quick off the line, real yeah. quick to get to the timeout or to inform an official. I usually have, call. Actually, actually, man, after we get done in June, I usually I usually just do a couple specific workouts. I got a solid trainer. I, I, um, I, I, just, I just try to cover 12 feet. <laughs> They blow some whistles with some bad calls, and it's really tough to do. You got to put some time into the, it in the offseason. The, this was my question. I was say, is there some additional training going on? Like, are you working with a speed strength and training coach? It seems like it's gone up since last you, year. You guys know the Rockies, the Rocky stories. These guys don't know what the heck I'm talking about, but there you go. I mean, it's, it's like the Rocky workout, man. It's old school stuff. You know, I'm pretty much just with the, with the, the hard weights right now. You got the arthritis sitting in, whatever else. You know what I'm talking about? Rocky four. <laughs> can't do it. I'm just trying to go short distances, be as explosive as you can. Can't run the 400-meter dash anymore, but, but it's got to do the 15-foot one. I, I might get all the way up and down the court just once or twice, 
but probably is going to go that, that 15 or 20 feet on the sideline. I, but, but you have put some time and effort into it. I, I shudder to think what your mountain is that you run up the side of to some high-quality 80s techno rock music coach like now you're talking like that, that, if i didn't have hair nation with me i wouldn't be able to get it done let me put a plug in for that i know you guys are a different station but it's all about hair nation no no we'll, we'll give them the shameless plug thank it's you, okay thank it, you. it's okay it's some good stuff talking with head coach of the hopewell out and boys basketball team roger jury here on the nwo orthopedics sports auto here from the fricker studios classic hits 96.7 wbvi espn 1430 am 105.7 fm wfob Friday night, you don't know who your opponent is yet. You know it's one of two teams, either Arcadia or Fremont St. Joe. You're actually going to be heading out here shortly to watch that sectional uh, semifinals matchup. So I know you've already seen both of those teams, but what are some of the things that you know each team could bring to the table in terms of a uh, sectional final matchup this Friday? They're both improved over the year and um, have done a really good job. They both have scores that are you know what, what you would call streak shooters or whatever else. The stoner kid is capable of having really good games at Arcadia. Uh, you got to stay in front of him and, and make sure he doesn't get a couple easy ones early to get a rhythm. The Raider kid's gotten a lot better during the year. Actually played a pretty good game against us to start the year. And then I knew he had a 33-point game or 30-some point game during the season. But he's long and lanky and pretty athletic. Now, they're not real deep. So, so the thing we want to do is try to tire him out and be as physical and aggressive as we can and, and put a lot of pressure on him. Um, St. Joe's actually a little bit deeper, not exceptionally deep. But they got two really solid players who are both all league for us. Um, you know, and they have a couple surprising kids that can hit shots every once in a while uh, if you leave them open. Um, the Pert kid's not terrible inside um, and is a, is a decent-sized kid that matches up. One benefit we have is we're usually quite a bit bigger than people, so they have one post player to stay inside. And uh, it, it'll be a toss-up tonight. Like, they played just recently, and it was a really close game. I think St. Joe may have just a little bit of an advantage because it's at their court. It's a lot like playing like at a Calvary or something like that. So that'll probably benefit them a little bit. But I think it's going to be a – I think it could be a pretty good game. So we're not sure. We have two scouting reports that we've started to do. So you, you got to be ready for either one. It's not, you know, it's hard to, it's not even like a, a you know, it's more like a 60-40, 50-50 type deal. Then we just got to be ready to play no matter who it is. Yeah, and I'm sure, Coach, the message stays the same regardless of who it is that you guys are playing Friday night. But any message that you want to get out to the fan base, fans, or even some of these uh, troublemakers that are in here with us right now, before the uh, game Friday night. Oh, we just want to, our support's been unbelievable this year. I know when we went to scout at Mohawk and Coach Martinez and Coach Brickman do a great job. Coach Martinez's JV team was 20-2 and two this year, which um, I'm, I have most of the records. I've tried to track things down. So, I mean, in the old days, I played 20 games. So I'm pretty sure that if nothing else, it's at least a tie for the most wins ever. But I remember we were there, and they immediately said, like, our fans may not fit here, but, you know, because Mohawk had the new school buildings, you know school facilities and they, they tell you what your size is and everything. So that gym's say, not very when big. When you guys played at Mohawk, no. there was not a whole lot of empty no. room. So I want to tell the fans, I, I mean, I appreciate the fans. They've been they've been wonderful. Um, you know, hopefully we get all those guys there for the game or whatever else. These kids, um, they understand that it's a second season and be ready to go. And, you know, it's, it's one game. I mean, that's what's dangerous about whatever. I mean, you had a, you had a, Jeff Winslow's a good friend of mine at Upper Sandusky, and they had, you know, Defiance High School wasn't very good this year has a, almost a two-hour drive to come down and the kids aren't ready to play and, and they lose a game. So um, that's where you have to be focused, locked in, ready to go and be able to do that. But these guys have been awesome. And the fans, like, we don't say thanks enough. So everybody that's come to support our team, we truly appreciate that. Now, since I mentioned the coaches, Coach Hoover here, who he and Coach Rooms will probably say a few words when I'm gone or whatever else. They're unbelievable. I got an unbelievable staff that does a great job all the way through my youth. I'm lucky to have the same guys around most of the time. Caden played for me. He's won back-to-back championships in eighth grade. Um, Coach Rumsog just won, won over 100 wins uh, for his career in junior high, which is 
is hard to do at junior high. Most people only stick around that long. It's one of the reasons our program is where it's at because we have that consistency or whatever. So I truly appreciate those guys too. And usually we end with the message question, but because of the guys we have here, I have to ask this question. You have a couple guys that can throw down some good dunks. So what can you say about either this, the practices where there are, are dunks are flying everywhere? Are there actual competitions where you actually grade them? How, what's it like having... Uh, not, There's not, a not, lot not of activity school, behind you right now. Not many high school teams have it to where they have <laughs> multiple guys that can dunk the way you do. So it leads me to ask that question. If you knew one or two of these guys, I'm sure they're they're evaluating it all the time and judging it or whatever else. But actually, we get a lot of dunks in practice, so it's almost like us. Some nights it looks like it does in our games. And, um, you know, I've had a couple kids. I had a 5'8 kid at Marion when I was there that had 121 career dunks in 70 his first year and 5'8 and dunked over 267 kids from Lima that did that. But other than that kid, these two are, like, it's unbelievable. I mean, they, they do a great job. And, you know, part of it's a big confidence level, too. I mean, when you get that, when you get in the air and a chance of getting undercut or hit or whatever else, and they both, you can't tell, they both really enjoy dunking at all. So. No, and it's a get, complete to shock to me. Yeah, you have to have I would an never have guessed. So, now, now, here's the go. real question. Are the dunks at least better than what we got out of the dunk contest this year at the All-Star game? Because that, that was just, oh, yeah. it, okay, that's all <laughs> yeah. I need to know. Yeah. That's, that's all I'm concerned about. That that That's all that matters. This has been Hopewell Loudonhead Boys basketball coach, Roger Dury. Coach, thank you once again for taking the time to talk with us. Good luck in the postseason. Hey, we look forward to uh, seeing you guys next week. Hey, let me say, Coach Arden, our freshman coach, also played for me, and they were 11-0 and this year and won, uh, won the tournament at Van Buren. So I want to mention him also. All right. Hey, thanks, that, guys. I say, thank thank I you for coming it. on. We always right. enjoy having you, Coach. Uh, we enjoy you Best guys. Thank and, you uh, very much. Congrats to the JV and freshmen as well on the successful seasons also. With that, we'll go ahead and step aside for a quick timeout. When we come back, we'll be talking with some of these Hopewell Loudon players here on the NWO Orthopedics Sports Auto from the Fricker Studios. Hi folks, this is Matt from MJ Brown Roofing Construction Company in Tiffin, Ohio. Getting a new roof is a big investment and who you choose to install your new roof is an extremely important decision. We are a family owned roofing and construction company that's been in business since 1936. The MJ Brown Roofing Construction Company has skilled workers trained to install, repair and maintain your roof and weatherproofing components so no matter what mother nature throws at your commercial building or home, it will be protected from the elements. Call 419-447-5864 for a free, no obligation question. Quote today. Getting the kids to practice on time. Remembering if it's your day to bring snacks. Making it to the game with a clean jersey. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. Auto owners works with independent agents who answer when you call. So you can worry about more important things, like whether your kid is going to run toward first or third base. That's simple human sense. Ask Financial Design Insurance Agency in New Regal if auto owners make sense for you. Morgan Advanced Materials has had a great 2023, and as the semiconductor industry soars, so does the demand for our products. The Fostoria Performance Carbon Division is scaling up our operations and expanding. We'd like you to be a part of our innovative team. Morgan Advanced Materials is hiring for multiple positions, including industrial and quality engineers, electrical controls engineers, capital projects engineers, EH&S generalists, and electrical project engineers. So come join our team that produces state-of-the-art electrical carbon products that are vital for our future economy. Are you ready to make an impact? Impact. Make your mark on future generations. 
So apply today and join our team at Morgan Advanced Materials located in Faustoria, Ohio. Call us at 419-889-1300 or head to morganadvancedmaterials.com to launch a career that strives to make this world a better place. At Blanchard Valley Health System, we're looking for individuals to join our family of professionals. We require compassion, dedication, and the desire to make a difference in a fast-paced healthcare environment. Jobs are available in clinical and support services. We offer competitive wages and benefits. The culture of BVHS is unique and rewarding. Visit bvhealthsystem.org backslash careers to search our current openings. Blanchard Valley Health System, we're here for you. Seneca Millwork is now hiring. They have a starting pay of $18.04 an hour with a raise to $18.31 after 90 days with a shift differential of $0.25 cents an hour for the third shift. Seneca Millwork offers medical, vision, dental, life insurance, and a 401k contribution. Apply online at SenecaMillwork.com or apply online through Indeed. Come work at Seneca Millwork, located at 300 Court Place in Faustoria. Seneca Millwork, part of the Ropey Holding Company family. Did you know that flushable wipes are not flushable? It might say on the package that wipes are okay to flush, but they're not. Wipes can clog plumbing in your home and in septic and sewer systems. At the Northwestern Water and Sewer District, we know this firsthand by the number of wipes we have cleaned out of our pumps, screens, and everywhere in between. Do your pipes a favor and do not flush wipes. For more information, visit nwwsd.org. A message from the Northwestern Water and Sewer District. Everyday values are at only one place, Frickers. Monday, boneless frickin' chicken wings. Tuesday, traditional frickin' chicken wings. Wednesday is all about that steak. Thursday, frickin' chicken chunks. Frickers, where kids 10 and under eat free every day. Remember, draft beer specials, everyday values, and kids eat free every day. The home for money-saving value is the home for fun, food, sports, and spirits, Frickers. Back we are here on the NWO Orthopedics Sports Huddle from the Fricker Studios, ESPN 1430 AM, 105.7 FM, WFOB Classic, it's 96.7 WBVI, Lance Morris, Matt Common here with you this Wednesday night. Big thanks to Opa Loudon Head Boys basketball coach Roger Joy for joining us now on the show, and he went to go scout, and he has left us with a bunch of his players here, and some of them want to talk, some are more nervous to talk. I don't know why they're so nervous, because we talked to 90% of you guys last year, but nonetheless, we have a litany of Hope All Out and players here, and I don't know if anyone's going to fight for the mic, so I'm going to wait for somebody to actually kind of move the mic in front of them a little bit, and Donovan is going to take that sacrifice. So we will, in fact, start with Donovan Elmore. And Donovan, so we'll start with you, like I said. So first off, thank you again for coming. Let's start, let's start there. Secondly, what have been the biggest differences for your team for this season? And you look kind of back last season, what have been some of the big differences from your perspective? And you uh, can move that more because you're six seven. You can you can move that up a little. Yeah, higher. you are exceptionally tall. Move that mic however you need to. It's okay. Uh, I feel like from our point guards perspective, we've knocked down a lot of more shots than we did last year. I feel like you know Carter Yarbrough has been hitting a lot more lately. You know, good shooter. And, <laughs> I don't know, you know why he's giving you a stank face. <laughs> uh, but you know, me and Evan both have been rebounding really well since like last year and this year. So that's helped a lot. Yeah, and Donovan, I'll, I'll say this as well, having watched you last season into this season, a little bit more about your game in particular, uh, you, you've developed a little bit of a mean streak in the paint, which has been very fun. I, I, I'll i make no secret. I was kind of like, he's really fun to watch. 
please start getting nasty in the paint. You'll be unstoppable. And it really seems to be the case this year. Is that something that you feel kind of developed over the summer and as you went into like fall practices, fall preseason training, that you were getting a little bit more comfortable? I don't want to necessarily say throwing elbows. I don't want to make it sound like it's a WWE match out there, but you know, kind of mix it up with them in the paint a little bit more. Uh, yeah, you know, playing AAU over the summer and that, you know, really helped, you know, having good coaches and that helped me play down low. But yeah, definitely during the fall transitioning, like we worked on a lot of inside game because we knew that, you know, there's going to be a lot of big kids like Gavin Wagner and Reese Goshi that I would have to bang with down low. So, you know, I just had to really work on my game to get better. And one of the things that I'm curious about, and we'll start, we'll spread the wealth around a little bit more as we go. You have made, I believe it's two for two on your threes this season. How tempted are you to shoot more because you're perfect, or is it because you're perfect you don't want to shoot more threes? Actually, looking at it now, we've been talking about that during tournaments. I've been thinking about maybe shooting a little bit more since you know the regular season's done. Follow-up question to that, because there's coaches in here that will report this back <laughs> to Coach Jury. How well will it be received that you do try to shoot some more threes I mean, he's during two for tournaments? Two, so like... He is two for two. Look, I'm two for two from half court shots as well. Doesn't mean I'm going to be queuing it up from mid court every time. So, um, I wouldn't say I'm a bad shooter. You know, in practice, open shots, I'll knock them down when they're like I get the opportunity. But you know, unless it's wide open or like a kid's closing out on me, I'm not going to take a fully contested three. So, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair I enough. respect that. So let's transition to whoever next wants to approach the mic. Carter shaking his head no, even though Donovan's point, bringing the mic closer to him. I don't know if he's going to begrudgingly step well, up. Yes, he will begrudgingly I, step I, up. I say, there we so go. I guess I'll start with the obvious point. Okay, ca- Carter, why are you Carter so with the, when with you the were zipper down. the most talkative player a season ago? What's, what's the difference? I'm confident. I got confidence. Don't worry. You got the confidence. Well, it, show, it shows on the floor because Carter, I mean – Oh, when we watch you play, when we watch your game out there, I can legitimately say you're one of the few players I know that theoretically, and I say it in theory, plays point guard. Mm-hmm. But you also play small forward. Sometimes you're power forward. I'm pretty sure if you felt the urge to do so, you would try center from time to time as well. Just, But what is it about your game that really translates regardless of position? Uh, wherever they need me, I will go. I like it. Eloquent in its brevity. I love that. <laughs> so another another one for you, um, Carter. I mean, we talked, I know, last year about kind of the annoyance you can be on defense. Do you feel like you've taken that to the next level this year, or what What would you say your stance is kind of on your defensive side? I take defense personally. Uh, Coach Brickman is big on us, all of us, about defense. We get yelled at every single day. I take and I take defense personally, so I like getting in people's grill, getting them mad, and everything. So going along with that, I mean, you've you've had some great games offensively, you've had some good ones defensively, and you are keeping your composure, and I respect that immensely. <laughs> As this is a I try non- my best. I try my best. It's, it's, it's a non-visual medium, so you guys are doing a great job <laughs> keeping your composure here behind the mics. I, I really appreciate, it, but. Uh, You've had some great games on the offensive side, great games on the defense side. Any particular game so far this season really stand out to you as one where it's just like a complete game for you, you like your favorite game that you played so far this season? Um, Maybe, I don't know, really. But anytime my shooting consistency is good, that's my, that's a good game for me. When we move the ball around, me and Blake, 
Braylon, we move the ball around. We get good shots. That's that's a key point of our offense. So that's anytime that that happens is a good game for me. And now I'll ask you to uh, shift the mic a little bit more to Blake since he is the next in line down this line that the people can't see. So I'll start with you, Blake, from football season. You played, I don't know, half or more than half with uh, a, a club, essentially, and still played wide receiver. So firstly, the question is how. Secondly, how did you actually prepare to be able to play wide receiver and essentially be forced into one-handed catches? Well, I had to put a lot of time in. You know what I mean? I've always been gifted with the ability to catch, but when you have a cast on, you kind of have to learn how to catch again. So I had to put an extra time with my dad, and, I mean, players would help throw to me before practice. And it just took a lot of work, but I knew it was needed to help the team win, and that's all that matters. And to go along with that, one of the things on the basketball court that I've always been impressed with with you is your ability to attack the rim. And one of the few people I might add who is very comfortable using the backboard, which I, I, I as a uh, as a Tim Duncan fan, I appreciate that immensely, regardless if it's a layup or uh, mid range shot. But what is it about your game? Is it from football, playing wide receiver, being on the defensive side a little bit as well, that makes you more confident attacking the lane and maybe cutting through, or is it just something that you've always been good at? Uh, what's helped is, I mean, football definitely helps just getting physicality, but it helps that I mean I'm a six foot guard. So that helps, and I, I mean, I'm big enough that when I get to the rim, I can, I'm strong enough to finish or kick out, which are great shooters. I mean, that really help. And I will follow up with that as well. When you do attack the the basket, I got I got love with you. You've had some of the most defined physics roles around the rim this season that I've that I've seen in years. So, lucky rabbit's foot. Do you have like a a lucky quarter or penny somewhere on your person during the game? How do you make some of those shots? Uh, I have no idea. I mean, I just you got. That's the correct answer. No idea. <laughs> I mean, you just try to have a soft touch around the rim, and I mean, give it a chance to roll around, and especially give it a chance for our rebounders down and Evan to come in there and put it back. It probably helps knowing that not every time you miss, but a good chunk of the time, one of them is going to get the rebound and hopefully put it right back up. Yes, it definitely does. You, know I mean, just knowing that you have two guys that can rebound I mean it helps and just drawing defenders on me gives helps them get more rebounds so let's go ahead and get it to one of the taller guys as in Evan the one who has not spoken yet as very we shift, very, shift very quiet mic. so far for a player of the year that's for sure well Donovan volunteered to take he the did mic, that's, and then that's, we just shifted that, it that, that down, is the, true. down the right side he was on the left so that, that's that a kinda, fair point that kind of naturally made that happen so Evan, I'll start with you. Uh, back-to-back league player of the year. What what honor? What does that mean to get that honor uh, once again this season? Um, that honor, it's really a team honor because if we don't win the league, I probably don't get it. And same thing as last year. I mean, really, without these guys, I'm not going to get that honor. So, yeah, it's really a team award. Yeah, and to, to stick with that team mentality, I mean, the, this team, these guys that you play with, I mean, you've been playing with them on the basketball court for years on the football field for years. How much does that help the chemistry between you guys that you've you've been playing at least at Hopewell for the last four years together in a variety of sports? Yeah, being able to play with the same group of guys for, I mean, six, seven years now, uh, that really helps because, you know, if we're playing guys that we don't know what they're going to do, then it doesn't really work too well, which is the main reason that we're playing these set guys that 
we're playing because they've played together for a while. Trying to add new guys doesn't always mesh and go so well, but definitely just being able to play together for a long time definitely helps that chemistry. And we've always we always like to ask you know favorite games throughout the season for anybody. You yourself though probably could have like four or five maybe different answers between some of the individual just stat nights you've had, the game winners. What would you say your favorite game has been uh, so far this season? Not to jump in, I know which one you'd pick. I think I know. Well, yeah, I, I mean, know which one that's you. That's the would, thing. There's yeah. there are multiple opportunities and answers, which is why I want to hear his answer. My favorite overall game. Mm. That's a tough one. Mm, old Fort was cool, the how it ended and stuff. But overall, it wasn't probably my greatest game. Mohawk was a good game too, but that was just a weird game. Um, but pretty much any game that we find a way to win at the end is my favorite. So I will ask about that Old Fort game because uh, the Lance over here, <laughs> I, I was just watching a barn burner a couple miles down the road, and He's texting me, it's a buzzer beater. It's a buzzer beater. You missed a great game. <laughs> like, I had a choice. It can be it, both. Like, But I, I will ask, in those types of games, at what point does just instinct kind of kick in, where it's like you you can coach it, you can train it, you can practice it, but at the end of the day, you just got to trust the players around you and kind of do your thing. At what stage in a game like that does that really kick in, or is it just when the moment kind of comes? Uh, I would say the – final just last couple of minutes two three minutes of the game is really where if you've been there or not you're going to be able to tell the difference and we've been really good in those scenarios because we've played varsity for multiple years all of us have and yeah instincts i mean that last play against world four was definitely just instincts it was just go get the ball and yeah and we'll ask you this and we'll allow donovan to rebuttal since we did ask coach jury about the dunks as well what is how is it from your perspective? Because it seems like you and Donovan both, you know, can dunk as we've both been able, as Matt and I have been able to see and call over these last few years. What's it like, you know, in practice in games, being able to, you know, have the oh I can do this, so I can do that. What's it been like to you know kind of have that back and forth with Donovan? Um, I know last year Hayden Welly really liked to like he was started counting the dunks to see like who would have more. Even though me and Don didn't really care about <laughs> According it. According to Donovan, I think he says last, Don. Donovan last year. seems to care. <laughs> well, Don might care this year because he definitely has me beat this year. But last year, I don't think either of us paid that much attention to it. Um, and I don't know. It's just a lot of fun anytime any of us can get a dunk. I, I would agree. It's fun to watch when you guys get the dunks. <laughs> now, here's a good follow-up question to that. So far this season between the two of you, either one of you can answer this. Who has had the best almost dunk? Because there's been a couple of those as well. Definitely Donovan. <laughs> I mean, Donovan's thrown some down where, like, I thought he was going to break the rim on the way down. It just does not follow through for some reason. I was going to say, I think just the new that second new Rugal game, if nothing else, <laughs> it, it, seemed, it, it felt the whole second half like he wanted as many dunks as possible. Yeah, definitely Donovan, because he's had a ton that would be, like, insane if he would have made them, and they just didn't go down. Donovan, your opportunity for a rebuttal. I was going to say, yeah. Um, You know, it's always just about putting the ball in the hoop. So, if it don't go in, it don't go in. That's all I got to say. That's a very political answer. That's a very (laughs) – 
I'm, I'm totally comfortable. Coach Jury heard that. He's like, thank you, Donovan. That was very good of you. He probably <laughs> did not pump the brakes hearing that answer. That's that's reassuring. So that's good. So now let's go ahead and shift it to, again, the couple other guys who have not talked for us. And we do have both mics. So we can actually give yeah, it to actually, each of you at the same time if we want. Right. You, if you guys don't have to talk if you don't want to, but we at least want to present you the opportunity. No, I'll talk. So we have, I believe, Owen and Austin, correct? Yes. So we got Owen uh, Owen and Austin, Owen Suter, Austin Apier. As kind of more role guys on this team, what has been – what is how has it been like from your perspective, you know, between – it's probably more practice than games for, you know, some of these nights. So what has it been like, you know, knowing your role and knowing how to help this team the best way you guys can? Just knowing that I'm more of a – It helps when I turn, it helps when I turn the mic on. It does, it does improve the quality of the show. Uh, it's definitely a role of me knowing that I am more of a defensive player than an offensive threat. I know my role. I understand it. I uh, executed at practice when Coach Brickman asked me to change teams instead of playing offense with white and flip over to red and play defense. It gives our starting five a good look knowing that they're being guarded against another varsity player. Did you want to add anything as well? Yeah, that's something. Uh, yeah, they call me uh, Knock It In Napier, but um, that's on scout team, of course. Um, Wait a minute. T- time out. Time out. I cannot just let that slide. <laughs> yeah, we can't just knock it by. in Napier? Yeah. yeah. Uh, please, can, please elaborate on that one. Well, it all started in fall shooting. Um, there's a story attached to this. Yeah, yeah, sorry, yes. Please, please continue. Really showing up every day uh, while the football guys were away, um, putting in the work. Um, and then uh, start practice time, beginning of the season. I'm sitting in the corner. No one's ready. I get past the ball. Donovan closes out, splash it in his face. Oh, <laughs> wow. But, I mean, he did block me today at practice on a three-pointer. Uh, he didn't let it go the whole season. Uh, but, that's fair. That, that's fair. Okay. Um, yeah, I will say overall, I mean, practice is just as important as games. Um, and you need seniors, senior leaders especially. Uh, things slow down. People start messing around. Maybe arguing the occasion. I mean, we're a family. Uh, I was gonna say, arguing happens. You looked like you have been waiting to tell that story since the fall. I do yeah. feel like he was prepared for it. I was <laughs> prepared for it. I mean, Donovan blocking me today, I mean, I wasn't even going to bring it up. But. I mean, to be fair, blocks most people. Yeah. Uh, so I, I will ask, though, because, first of all, that's a fantastic story. It's... <laughs> That I'm pretty sure by the time we get to spring, it's going to be that you shot it from half court and you pump yep. faked him completely. Mm-hmm. And it was just everything was perfect. Right. Music swelled and then the crowd yeah. cheered at the end of it. But you did you did actually touch on a pretty good point. A practice is just as important as game time. And especially as seniors being the role players, talking about being on that scout team. And that's something I can relate to from back when I played, whereas you know, not too many guys were my size. So when there was a big lineman for the our team, I lost my reps on varsity. He's, he, so I I say, he's talking scout. football, not so, basketball. But, yeah, but it still translates. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, how important do you feel it is as seniors to present that really go out there, give 100%, even if it isn't a role situation, but to do that on the practice court as well? Well, I mean, one thing is uh, just being on the team for four years now, um, going in, you know, kind of how the practices work and just the process. Like the younger guys, they'll come in, they're also on the scout team, uh, just making sure everyone's hustling on and off the court and I mean pushing the varsity guys as much as they can like a lot of times they don't want to foul or something but you get fouled in games and they don't call it so 
I mean, just pushing everyone. Pretty much. Talking with Hopewell Loud and Boys basketball players here on the NWO Orthopedics Sports Huddle from the Fricker Studios, Classic Hits 96.7, WBVI, ESPN 1430 AM, 105.7 FM, WFOB. And one of the things we had uh, mentioned to you guys, we had talked about some of the things we would potentially ask you. And Donovan was ready for this one as soon as he saw it. And that would be just any funny stories about Coach Jury. So we'll have Evan slide the mic back over to you. And again, remember... He might not hear this right now, but he's going to hear the story in general. So just keep that in mind. Equally important, he's in a moving vehicle right now. So he can turn around if the story is extra good. No, I think so he'll just, get a little just, laugh out of this. Okay, that's fair. Uh, so, you know, every time during the summer, we go to a tough camp, Eastern Ohio. You know, it's a tough competition. You know, really, like, five Division One, Division Two schools that we compete against. But, you know, I think it was You're 6'7". Like, you can bring the mic up still. <laughs> But I think it was like second day or whatever. We played a couple games and we just lost. You know, it was a tough loss. We come back to the cabin and, you know, he's just having a team talk with us. And out of nowhere, he just lets it out on us and yells at us, don't let the cat grow nine more inches. And everyone just stopped, <laughs> stared at each other for about a good minute and realized what he just said. And we were all just flabbergasted and did not <laughs> understand what it meant. And so, to this day, he doesn't know what it means either. I was saying, so, like, did he elaborate? Like, don't get me wrong. I've heard some quality dadisms and some coachisms in my day. That's that's top five. That's that's up there. Like, did, did he give any context? Did he walk away as soon as he said that? Or did he, like, just stew in it? Like, I, I need more details. Um, so it was more of a just sat and just sat there. He let us, like, like sit in with us and, like, let us think about it. But I think that made it worse because we were all, like, realizing what he said. And even like, I think a couple of weeks ago, we asked him what it meant and he goes, what? And he just like, didn't know what it meant. So, so, so like the cat growing, is that like, I, I, I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to game it out in my head. Like, I was going to say, did you guys ever figure out a good, what you think it is? There's just a lot of head shakes <laughs> happening right now. I have no idea. Cause even, I think from the game we lost, I don't think it was even a bad loss. I think. It was just a bad defensive game that we played. But even that, I don't think it was a good defensive quote to use. Like, was the team that you guys lost to their mascot a cat theme or something like that? Like, I don't think so. Did he just, like, see a cat as he walked into the cabin? Like, uh, See, now that's a possibility. That that uh, If you're walking to a cabin, I mean, you could see a stray cat around. I, I don't know. It's just... There is a cat that we named Dope that would just walk around and just, you know, stroll around. But I don't think when we came in that we saw the cat unless he saw it on earlier in the day and he just brought it back up. I'm, I'm so confused. <laughs> like, I wish we had I wish we had known this information when he was still here. Yeah. Now we're going to have to remember it for like next week and be like, do you have any? Where are we on that one, Donovan? Yeah. <laughs> Man. Okay. I don't know where to go. For does that. anybody? I was gonna say. I know it's probably gonna be hard to top that. But does anyone else have any other funny stories or interesting stories they would like to interject? Come one, come all. As Evan and Donovan are murmuring and de deciding if they want to say another one. Well, I, I think to try to determine if it's something they can say here. If, if you know how to edit it, you can do it. I believe in you. How we can say it? Um, after we beat Old Fort, uh, the second time at Old Fort. Coach Joe walked in, and Coach Joe likes to do his little dance after these big wins. And I forgot about that. <laughs> and I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, he just walks in holding a cone, like just a traffic cone, and he walks in and he started like playing it like a guitar or something. I don't even know. And then he like threw it against the wall, and everybody just went crazy. 
So that, like he, that was a strange moment, but it was funny. So like, like a guitar. I mean, instinct says to play it like a like a trombone or like a trumpet or something like that. If it's a cone, he yeah, went I guitar. Can, I, can, I can see how you go guitar. I, I get it too. It's just it feels like there's you know less also challenging options available. Where there. did he get the cone? From? That's actually a good follow up question. <laughs> Donovan shaking his head like he has no idea. That is a great question. See, these, these are parts of the stories that make the legend of Coach Roger Jury grow. Like, where did he get a coat? Who did he attack in the parking lot like, after to, the buzzer beater to get to a coat? I presume it was on the walk from the bench to the locker room, but I could tell you where. I wouldn't think he went outside for a cone, but you never know. I mean, he did say he's been working on his reaction time, so maybe he did get outside for a cone quick enough to get back in the locker room with it. it these are these are gold, and I, I hear more murmuring about more Coach Jury stories, so who, who's going to jump on? We. I, I, I'm sure one of you wants to take it right now. I don't know if Donovan's doing that because he knows one or, okay. He's it, thinking. He, he's, he's thinking. Debating okay. It. All right, so I don't know if Coach Jerry knows about this yet. Um, Eastern Ohio. We're all going to find out together. Eastern oh, yeah. Ohio before junior year, uh, you know. Oh, if it's, if it's that far in the past, it it can't be that bad. We all, it was it was like, I don't know, 10 o'clock at night, and everyone was down in the outside course playing basketball. There are still two coaches present, so tread lightly <laughs> on the remainder of this story. Uh, everyone started kind of flooding into these, these other dorm rooms kind of down there. Um, you know, it was a huge building, dorms connected everywhere. Um, we all flood into this one room, and some dude's holding a – we go upstairs. Someone tears off a door, and then someone walks up the stairs with a fire extinguisher. It was not us, though. We did not okay. do that, – that's, that's we good clarification. Just, we were in the crowd. Uh, I would say, I, I see co- Coach, you can go ahead and let the temperature <laughs> drop a few degrees. They all said it wasn't them. I believe – I'm holding them to that. I believe them. So we see this dude run up with a fire extinguisher. Was this, like, a guy from another team, like a yeah, random guy? Team, some okay. Other, some other random dude. Um, He runs up the stairs with the fire extinguisher, starts waving it around. It's crowded. Like, there's not a lot of space up there, and there's a whole bunch of kids. He pulls the pin and just starts spraying it all over the place. Oh. So, I mean – there's a door laying on the stairs, so we really, I mean, you can't really run down. <laughs> and so everyone just starts running. There's a there's a couple dorm rooms up there, and then uh, I went in this attic. Well, we went in the we went in the attic, closed the door, but there was no doorknob to the attic, so all the smoke just started flowing in through the empty doorknob. Oh. Um. So then we ended up having to run. Um. So we started. Booked it back to our dorms. None of us got in trouble. We woke up the next morning and saw the team who was in those dorms running hills. So they got okay. So they got in trouble. So the hill at Eastern Ohio is yeah, it's brutal. It's horrid. It's yeah. According to Donovan, it's not a hill. It's a mountain. It's it's just all stone and gravel and one wrong step and you're done. I was gonna say that doesn't sound good for the knees. Poorly cut grass too. And if you've ever been around, like, a fire extinguisher, you cannot see anything or breathe at all. And everybody was just running for their lives. And the kid literally took, like, the fire extinguisher and, like, threw it and ran. And, like, there's camp counselors there that pretty much run it. And they were not too happy. So everybody was just running from the counselors. And they were like, it wasn't us. We don't know what you're talking about. That's a, pro- that's a problem. You can't run without it looking like it was you, even though like it the, the, sounds uh, like it was certainly my, not you. My instinct is immediately if one of those kids came up to me, it wasn't me. It's like, okay, so it was probably you. That's <laughs> that, good that's to know. Yeah. <laughs> well, the so the team who like was in that dorm at the time in that cabin, it actually wasn't one of their kids. They were just running because they were involved in it. Uh, the kid who did it, 
his phone was John Glenn, and he never got caught. He just oh. he just escaped. He got he got away, but fine. Evan just name dropped. There's only five <laughs> possible candidates now. <laughs> It'll be fine. It, yeah. ha- it happened two years ago, almost three years ago at this point. No, yeah. I do have a, f- a far more important question, and that is for uh, Mr. Is it Knock It Down Napier Knock It Back? I'm trying to remember. Knock It In Napier. Knock It In yep. Napier. So I need to question your survival skills just a little bit. <laughs> okay. There is a fire extinguisher. You run into a tiny space. You're, ha- you're having a hard time breathing. There's there's smoke from an extinguisher going everywhere. Right. Your instinct is to go higher. Where you know smoke and things like smoke that rise, rise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and close yourself in into a barricaded area. Okay, well, I mean, first thought was to try to cover up the hole with my hand. Um, that start, doesn't make it any. It started pushing through. Uh, we quickly lost oxygen, so uh, we took a deep breath and ran to the nearest dorm room where there was like thirty-five kids in another small. Room. So I'm just gonna level with you hundred percent here. You're very entertaining. Stick with the knock it in story. <laughs> okay. Uh, keep keep the uh, keep the survival instincts of running up into an enclosed space course. surrounded by smoke just right. between all of us and all these right. three all microphones. Right. All right. All right. You got it. <laughs> any any other stories before we move to any other potential questions? Come one, come all. And um, if there's another one, feel free. I would like to add one thing. Coach Jerry knows a lot of guys. Um, we're basically sponsored by Body Armor. If anything has changed this year, it's really having this body armor supply. It's really helped us as a team. Um, we pretty much just have it coming uh, for every game. Occasional practice, we'll we'll get a body armor on the way out. So on a side note, we here are not sponsored by body armor. <laughs> yeah, so like do we have any spot? Not like that. Okay, if you guys have a guy, let, have him talk to our guy because I'd like to be sponsored by body armor. <laughs> I'm probably a bad endorsement, but... <laughs> Hi, I'm Matt. I can make it up my stairs. Why? Because I have body armor. <laughs> Donovan, you pulled the mic closer to you. Do you have another story? Um, I was actually going to add to the body armor. It's kind okay. of a funny please, story. Please do. Okay. Please, so we're kind of just sitting there in practice one day, and we see like 20 cases, 30 cases probably of just body armor coming in. So we're like, oh, okay. Coach Jury pulls me and Evan aside, and he goes, you guys are going to dunk a body armor. And I stop and think, this this isn't going to end well. <laughs> So sounds fair. So we wait till like the end of practice, you know, we get pictures, everyone gets pictures with body armors. And so we're thinking, all right, probably it'd be better to empty out the bottle before, you know, having just a full bottle. I kind of feel like I know where this is going, but anyway, go ahead. And it's not, it's not going to end how you think it, there's, okay. there's no mess. There's no mess. It's oh, just, it wasn't the mess. I, I, but anyway, continue. But you know, we go up, Evan dunks it. I dunk it. And you know, we're just thinking, what was that for? But like, it was like a quick picture. And I was gonna say you got at least a picture out of it. I hope. Yeah, we got like a, a quick picture, but I don't think you can even like realize that we're holding a body armor in the picture. So. So what it was for is for body armor, superior hydration using coconut water instead of <laughs> other natural ingredients. It's brought to you by the fine folks at Hope All Loud in High School. Yeah. Uh, last call, just to make sure we don't miss any. Last call on the stories. If anybody has a story. No. Okay. Just wanted to make sure we didn't miss any. Yeah, that's fair. Now, I, I will have a follow-up since you guys are getting ready for postseason. I mean, we, we had a question written down here about what team morale feels like. And, I mean, I got to tell you, fellas, it seems like none of you like each other. I'll just I'll just be honest. It seems like there's a lot of tension, a lot of uh, pushback amongst teammates here. But uh, 
in, in all sincerity, though, I, I wish I, the viewers could have seen that. Yeah, it's, it's so many times I wish we had like a little camera for in studio stuff. Really do, but um, as as Donovan's talking back and forth here to Owen, but in all sincerity, how do you guys feel Team Morale is going into the postseason? Getting ready for another run. You guys had a great run last year. Obviously, fell a little bit short of what you were hoping for. Come back this year. You win the conference outright. You get one of the top higher seeds in the postseason. It, to be candid, it's a pretty clear look from here to a potential district or regional run. How is the team around? What's the mindset going into the postseason? If anyone wants to take the lead on that. Uh, all the mindset is is win one game at a time. I mean, so the only thing we're thinking about right now is being St. Joe Arcadia, which we're going to figure out in uh, an hour, probably, two hours. I was going to say a little more than an hour or so, probably. And that's all going to be focused is you. I mean, everybody's locked in our practices. I mean, our intensity has been ramped up, and, and we're just going to find a way to win one game at a time. That's all that matters. Donovan, I don't know if he had something to add or was just communicating with Owen. Whenever I see you guys talking to each other, I have to then elaborate because they can't see what you guys are doing. Yeah, well, once again, I mean, uh, Owen alluded to this. He's been interviewed before, but this is the first time on radio. This is an audio spectrum, <laughs> guys. It's not vi visual spectrum or medium. Uh, you know, we like to say that, you know, we're locked in always. We like to, Carter Yarbrough likes to say that a lot to us. Make sure we're locked in always in practice, in game, you know. Even outside of practice, he makes sure that we're locked in. Mm, fair enough. And, guys, any messages for the fans? Uh, oh. Minecraft out. One, one more time now that I can turn the mic yeah. on. Oh, please. No. What, what was that? We heard the very well, end of it. All right. Um, just from here on out, um, going farther into tournaments, we're going to have to kind of cut it down on video games a little bit. On the, I mean, some of us play them on the occasion, but, I mean, Minecraft, stuff like that. I mean, really got to just start watching film. Okay. So is he <laughs> is he talking completely out of his rear, or is that coming from somewhere? Out of it. Carter says he is. So, I don't think me and Owen and one of our sophomore players, Lucas and Gregory, just started playing Minecraft last night since, like, months. So, I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> he might he might have just made something up in his head from, like, you know, months ago from us playing. I was going to say, it sounds like he exacerbated, like, the in the future. Like, oh, the story's going to be this, this. It sounds like he did that just within the span of a day or so. Well, yeah, there's this thing, you know, teenage boys, you know, after playing video games for a while, you get tired of a certain one. You always go back to Minecraft for like a month or two and like try to defeat the Ender Dragon. But I don't think that's where we're going to end up right now. So we, we got body armor. We got Minecraft. <laughs> I, you I know what? Just skip I my did, paycheck. I, it's going all to the sponsors. I, I didn't have Minecraft talk on my bingo card. All right. So now here's the real question, because um, Austin, that was a very, very distinct call out. Was this, was this a call-out or a confession? How far are you into Minecraft? Well, or better question, what game is currently at the top of your playlist? Well, I'd say at the top of my playlist right now is Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. Um, the servers were down yesterday, so I can vouch for Don <laughs> Donovan. So he, was, so he wasn't playing yesterday? <laughs> no. That's why I went to Minecraft for the first, like... Ah, okay. Uh, but, I mean, Minecraft will be coming up here soon. It's been about a year since... We had that month grind. But so it's it's that time. It's, yeah, it's, it's getting there. It, it, it's getting here. I, After tournaments, of course. I was going to say, it, I do have a history of talking video games because 
I remember I talked about Fortnite with Jordan way back when Fortnite was like just <laughs> being a thing. So, Donovan, again, you look like you have something it, to add. Is Fortnite still a thing it's at still all? A like, thing. I'm just yeah. gonna ask around the room. Not the like, same way it was, obviously. Oh, but... A lot of the uh, younger ages have ruined the game. I feel like you know. A lot of kids that don't play sports. Too, you know, too many sweats, right? They're just too yeah. good. Yeah, too many sweats. Yeah. These, these, some of these kids you spend, you know, six, $700 on setups just to be like streamers and that, just to not play good. So I feel like they ruin the game a lot. So that's why we moved to Rainbow Six Siege. If I, if I had actually been playing Fortnite, he would be directly talking about me. So I, I, was, about, I was about to say, that was a little bit of a... <laughs> Indirect direct right there towards uh, Lance, who I'm sure I you guys won, all watch last, his streaming I won platform. I last MLB the show game, so, like, I got that going for me. It was only 3-2, <laughs> to two, but I did win it. You did. I, I was subject on Monday, by the way. I, I was subjected <laughs> to those results, but, yes, you did. <laughs> That's fair. But uh, I, I guess since we're on the subject, besides Rainbow Six Siege, which is a fantastic game. Again, I, I usually am in a bunker in Cleveland, so I do have some free time kind of thing. It's usually only Madden, I thought, but... Not anymore! They, they finally there broke are, me. There are games besides Madden you play now? Yeah, they finally broke me, because Madden 24 just sucks out loud. Oh, I've, <laughs> I've, I've, I told my friends that in August, but... I, yeah, I found it out, like, last week. That's just... It's it's terrible, and I, I can't abide it anymore. But, uh, it, it, besides Rainbow Six Siege and evidently Minecraft, any other uh, games out there as a team, or that just kind of like as a group that you guys maybe... Either play together, play against each other on. I'm assuming some of the sports ones are on that list. I absolutely love that Donovan wanted his spot back. He did. He was very keen on making sure he had his spot. That, that was very important to him. But to, I'm, I'm hearing under the Donovan. mic 2K Demon is what I heard. I would like to say that m me, myself, I'm a 2K Demon. You know, two-way slasher type of player. You know, maybe a uh, glass cleaner. I'm I'm hearing a challenge right now. <laughs> I mean, for, he'd, for, he'd probably beat me right now. I'm not, I'm not look, Don, 2K right Donovan, now. I'm gonna tell you right now. My, my partner in crime here will never shut up about 2K. Okay, let's. That's a little. There was at an, some point the, at the one entire point in season a season ago. You explained Th to me in was, vivid this detail. Was, this was a couple seasons ago. It was on the new Xbox at the time. Every time you played a game, like look at this stat line. Look at this stat. Like you'd show me. Your stat line from your that, ones and that, zeros that, does, that you that, played on a TV screen. That doesn't sound like me. I, it, so I'm thinking there might be a little like one-on-one -on -one challenge here. I think that could be fun. Okay, well, the question to Donovan, I guess, to the rest of the group is Xbox or PlayStation? There's Xbox. only one correct answer. Xbox. 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 Okay. And everybody got it wrong. Okay. They got it right. <laughs> what are you talking about? Everyone got it wrong. That's, that's fine. Nintendo Switch. <laughs> There's the real correct answer. <laughs> there are Nintendo Switch people out there. They do exist. Nintendo, Nintendo Switch is fine. Yeah, for it's what right, it is. It's, all right. it, it, it's fine. I respect that as an answer. Wii. Wii. <laughs> we still, I still break out the Wii from time to time. So uh, Look. It has its place. It's a classic. It's an all-time classic. Probably broken a lot more TVs than it did, like, improved <laughs> entertainment centers or anything like that across yeah, America. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> but great system. Great system. Well, I, I mean... Guys, if you have anything else you want to add, anything you want to say, I know, uh, I know Carter is just, you know, brimming to try and get some more info out there, get some more commentary out there. But anything you guys want to add before we uh, send you back to Minecraft, apparently, or if the servers are still down film like you're supposed to be doing, if Coach is still listening. <laughs> um, there's another uh, topic that 
we gotta stay away from now during uh tournament time since we gotta stay so locked in um it'll be easier for some people in here than others but uh us on the team we have to stop uh communicating with any females okay um that, this has immediately taken a turn i did not yeah. think it was going to uh, blake said at the beginning of the week that now that tournament time has started uh, we are done talking to any females, so I'm sorry if you guys Donovan, are listening. Donovan doesn't agree with this statement. Yeah, Donovan just <laughs> she'll be okay for a little bit. Um, so <laughs> Donovan, that that was the stare Donovan. of I've seen a thousand horrors. Out of all the things I wanted people to say, to see, that face from uh, Donovan is what I wish people could see. I'm sorry, Don, if you haven't told her yet, but come Friday night, you gotta you gotta stop. She, Yep, it's over. She's got like <laughs> I can tell that. I haven't still love that. Alright, so um, but yeah. on the off chance she's listening, she might have just learned this information. Yep. Better chance on the off on the off chance she's listening. Um Donovan jokingly grabs I, I his phone. If that had actually happened. That would um, have been phenomenal. Who who oh, is man. going to hide Evan until Friday now that he has said that on air for uh anyone? Because he, he might uh might be a targeted man now, all of a sudden, to Donovan's girlfriend. Uh, I think she'll understand. I think she knows how important this is. <laughs> he, he, he agrees with that. Yep, I know. Gotta, yeah, but we got to be locked in. All of us. Owen, Austin, Don Kyder, Blake, me. All of us locked in. Even coaches. I'm sorry, wives. But... <laughs> hey, he didn't say us, so we're golden, Matt. Yeah, we're fine. That's good. No, I'm, I'm okay with that. I, I I lose nothing out of this scenario. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, the the last serious semi serious question I have for you guys is future plans. Does anybody know where they're going? What they plan to do? Work, school, something else? We'll start with Owen and go right down the line as Donovan indicated as well. I was gonna say pass one. You can yeah, you use that mic. On. Turn it on first. It's on. It's okay. on. Uh, so I plan on going out to Rhode Island. I want to go to a school called Johnson & Wales, and I want to major in culinary arts. Nice. Whoa, hold up. Culinary arts? So, like, you could cook. Yeah. Pretty well. I actually had a competition today. Mac and cheese, yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> I had a mac and cheese comp How competition today. You waited until you buried 40 that minutes lead? into us talking to bring this up. Yeah. You could have just led with that and just ignored my question. I would have been okay with it. All right, on the flip side, I'm going to need the mac and cheese recipe that got third place. Hmm. I'll burn it, but I I'll, I still need it all the same. Oh, yeah. I mean, if obviously third place isn't the best. So if you want a first place mac and cheese, you're going to have to get some alligator. <laughs> I really don't know how to go on with that. So I've been told it tastes like chicken. So It does actually taste like chicken. I've never had it before. I was going to say, Matt, have you had alligator? Of course I've had alligator. <laughs> I'm sorry that peasants like us might not have had alligator before. It ain't, it's not a peasant thing. I'm not going there. But no, alligator's good. I, I I don't think I'd want it in my mac and cheese, but alligator's still good. Yeah, well, I mean, okay. it, it looked good. Yeah, so uh, well, I'd probably try it. Well, there we go. So culinary school, congratulations. That's that's very impressive. Thank um, you. Uh, Austin, I'm assuming a future sponsorship with Body Armor is in your immediate future? <laughs> yeah, I'm working on that. Okay. Um, <laughs> trying to figure it out. Get, get those I, contacts. I love the consistency of additional now seniors that just play the role to a T. Yeah. Tyler did it last year. You came in and filled that role this year. Of course. So, thank of course. you. Uh, so I plan on going into the military as a Black Hawk helicopter mechanic and then 
hopefully to become a helicopter pilot. Okay. So, I mean, I'm not worried about, like, the training or anything. I've been through Coach Ray's Rocky workouts for four years. Um, there you go. I think I'm set, so... Well, I think that's about yeah. as good as a foundation as you can have. Yeah. Uh, well, congratulations on that. That that is very impressive. On a follow up, Thank you. you you do understand like you've seen Rocky, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's that's all I need to know. That's fine. Yeah. So then it's uh, Evan Crease is up next. Um, I'm gonna go to college. I'm not exactly sure what college, and I'm gonna go for. I was gonna say last year you told us you were doing track and field. Are you sticking with track and field? Yeah, I'm still doing track and field. Um, go down to like probably finishing up the recruiting process but i'm going to college summer for track and field and then i'm going to go for pre-law and then law school afterwards so when, you, whenever you do decide you know who to talk to yeah i was about i was about to say are you willing to give like a final three while we have you on air where we can be really cool even and final, five, that story, final, final five final five just something you can say no you are allowed to say no we'll be sad but you are allowed to say <laughs> no um I've talked to, uh, I've talked to like Finley. I know Wright State is reaching out. They might want me to visit. Um, I've talked, I've talked to Akron before. Um, I talked to Marquette a while back, but probably not anymore. But yeah, those are the schools that are probably in contention right now. Excellent. Well, I'll echo what Lance said. Once you do find out, you just let us know. So or you can just tell can... Coach Jury. Coach Jury can tell us. You can always well, you can do that as well. Inquisitive minds are going to wander <laughs> in, until then. But uh, uh, Donovan, for yourself, I mean, there is a uh, a college pedigree already with your family. Are, are you going to be following suit? Are you going to be taking your talents to the Carolinas? Uh, right now, I'm just really looking at who offers and like still working on the recruiting process. You know, still taking visits and all that. So. Uh, are are you prepared to name drop any finalists at this time? Not of right now, no. You can always Man. tell us when the mics are off too. So yeah, I say we, we will totally <laughs> abide by off air and we'll keep it to ourselves. We swear. But okay, well that that's that's good. Congratulations on that one. So Carter's up next. Uh, I also plan on going to college and to study engineering, specifically electrical engineering. Nice. Okay. Uh, do, do you have a college in mind yet, or is it still you're uh, kind of going through the process with that? I'm going through the process with it. I got some liked ones, but I don't know. It's I, it's hard. It's hard. It I, really is. Look, I get it. I, you're committing I, your entire life to it. So It's, well, it's, it's four years. Four years. Almost. <laughs> I mean, it's a part of your life. Actually, you know, that's a fair point, because I, I – I, I carry the banner of being a Heidelberg person. I'm surprised it took this long for you to say it. And I'm, I'm very disappointed that nobody has mentioned Heidelberg. I, ha- yet, hey, but... I, I haven't heard BG either. Yes. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to go there. Not going to go there on air. Not going to go there on air. That's, that, that's, that's, that's uh, between that's, you oh, and that, me. That's, that's where Matt draws a line. Good to know. All right, Blake, uh, last one up, but not last but not least. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be attending the Ohio State University and getting the degree in business but i'm not sure what exact degree yet still figuring that out and are you looking any type of sport whatsoever i mean like either intramural or just club or anything like that uh no just if there's a game at the park i may join in i was gonna say you're probably a little overqualified for just most of these random park games but yeah i would maybe Cur- some maybe some ping pong i actually don't mind ping pong and stuff like ping that pong. okay uh well will there be any pickleball involved for anybody going forward as well Nothing? Nobody? Donovan, I think, is a little more focused on basketball, rightfully so. Seems reasonable. Take some handball. Okay, handball's not bad. There you go. 
Handball's not bad. That's that's fun. But all right, well, congratulations on that one, Blake. Uh, that that's awesome going to Ohio State, and uh, best of luck picking which m- version of a business degree you'd like to get. I didn't know there were versions of business degrees. Mm-hmm. That's 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 new information for me. Maybe I maybe I should go back to college <laughs> since I wasn't aware of that. Would, would Heidelberg have you back? Or? Probably not. That's actually a true statement. Um, they, they they probably would laugh, then realize I'm serious, and start laughing harder on that one. But I love my sweet alma home. They they, they know I love them there. So I, I give some I give some grief, but I, I love it there. But uh, in all sincerity, thank you guys for coming in. We really appreciate having all you. A- any messages to the fans? I know locked in seems to be the the big one, but a- any messages to the fans for Friday night that you want to get out there while you have the chance? Looking, Donovan will take the mic again. Uh, just keep this part coming and go Chieftains. All right. I think that'll do it for this one. Thank you again to all the uh, Opal Latin players. If you guys just want to say thank you into the mic real loud, you guys can just do that. Yeah, kind of like a grade <laughs> school kind of thing. Like, thank you. Kind yep. of like, thank you, guys. Thanks. Thank you very much. Thank you. There we go. With that, we'll go ahead and subside for a quick timeout. When we come back, we'll talk some other things here in the world of sports on the NWO Orthopedic Sports Huddle from the Fricker Studios. A brand new year is here. It's time to make your dream of new wheels a reality. The weather may be chilly, but the deals are hot at Warner Economy Corner at the corner of Blanchard and Blanchard. Talk to the guys at Warner Economy Corner and they'll make you a great deal on quality used vehicles. A new set of wheels, hot deals, and great customer service are waiting for you at Warner Economy Corner. Deals on wheels happen every day, Monday through Saturday. Hey, Wyandotte County, NWO can now serve your local orthopedic and physical therapy needs a bit closer to home. We are now located in Upper Sandusky at 109 Haupt Drive. We provide the same great standard that NWO always offers, and we are now accepting patients wanting to be seen in our Upper Sandusky office. Call for your appointment today or contact us online to get scheduled. We look forward to serving you in Upper Sandusky at 109 Haupt Drive. There's only one place to go, NWO. Hi folks, this is Matt from MJ Brown Roofing Construction Company in Tiffin, Ohio. Getting a new roof is a big investment and who you choose to install your new roof is an extremely important decision. We are a family owned roofing and construction company that's been in business since 1936. The MJ Brown Roofing Construction Company has skilled workers trained to install, repair and maintain your roof and weatherproofing components so no matter what mother nature throws at your commercial building or home, it will be protected from the elements. Call 419-447-5864 for a free, no obligation quote today getting the kids to practice on time remembering if it's your day to bring snacks making it to the game with a clean jersey why are simple things sometimes so complicated thankfully with auto owners insurance doesn't have to be one of them auto owners works with independent agents who answer when you call so you can worry about more important things like whether your kid is going to run toward first or third base that's simple human sense ask financial design insurance agency in new regal if auto owners make sense for you Morgan Advanced Materials has had a great 2023, and as the semiconductor industry soars, so does the demand for our products. 
The Fostoria Performance Carbon Division is scaling up our operations and expanding. We'd like you to be a part of our innovative team. Morgan Advanced Materials is hiring for multiple positions, including industrial and quality engineers, electrical controls engineers, capital projects engineers, EH&S generalists, and electrical project engineers. So come join our team that produces state-of-the-art electrical carbon products that are vital for our future economy. Are you ready to make an impact? Make your mark on future generations? So apply today and join our team at Morgan Advanced Materials located in Faustoria, Ohio. Call us at 419-889-1300 or head to morganadvancedmaterials.com to launch a career that strives to make this world a better place. At Blanchard Valley Health System, we're looking for individuals to join our family of professionals. We require compassion, dedication, and the desire to make a difference in a fast-paced healthcare environment. Jobs are available in clinical and support services. We offer competitive wages and benefits. The culture of BVHS is unique and rewarding. Visit bvhealthsystem.org backslash careers to search our current openings. Blanchard Valley Health System, we're here for you. Seneca Millwork is now hiring. They have a starting pay of $18.04 an hour with a raise to $18.31 after 90 days with a shift differential of $0.25 cents an hour for the third shift. Seneca Millwork offers medical, vision, dental, life insurance, and a 401k contribution. Apply online at SenecaMillwork.com or apply online through Indeed. Come work at Seneca Millwork, located at 300 Court Place in Faustoria. Seneca Millwork, part of the Ropey Holding Company family. The Northwestern Water and Sewer District has two watersheds in Faustoria to get pure water at a low price. Our original watershed is located off of Plaza Drive, and our second location is found near 4th and Finley Streets. If you don't like the taste of well water, try watershed water. Bring your containers and fill up for only a quarter a gallon. Try watershed water today. For more info, go to nwwsd.org. Frickers tips off the season with a trio of fan favorites. Frickers Street Tacos are back for a limited time. While you enjoy the march to the National Championship of College Basketball on Frickers TVs, you'll savor the flavor of three Frickers Street Tacos. Frickin' Chicken Tacos, Grilled Chicken Tacos, and Mississippi Barbecue Tacos are back for a limited time. While your brackets get busted, smash a personal picture of domestic draft for only $6.99. Hurry before time runs out at the home for fun, food, sports, and spirits. Frickers. Either you publicly resolve to make good things happen this year. Or you're keeping your hopes closer to the vest. But whatever you're planning to change. Or improve. Do more of. Or less of. One thing will make everything easier. Getting better sleep. More energy makes everything easier. Getting up early is easy when you've slept well. Working out feels easier with good sleep. Good sleep just... You're grouchy. Unfortunately, mattress store mattresses are like fake friends. Fake friends? They'll flatter you in the showroom, but you won't feel respected in the morning. Ralph! It's true. They're all plastic foam and pillow top floof. Fake comfort. And all plastic foam softens with use. Causing your mattress to dish out, sag, and feel like you're sleeping in a ditch. The solution is organic. Tapped from the tree latex foam mattresses. Our Amish-made latex mattresses provide real comfort and support with a no-second guarantee. With 0% equal monthly payment financing. Stop sleeping in a dish-out gully. Come check out Real Comfort at Joy of Living. Your New Year's resolutions will be glad you did. 
Here's Jeffrey Mann of Jeffrey Mann Fine Jewelers. Man-made diamonds are 100% real diamonds. Jeffrey Mann Fine Jewelers has a complete selection of man-made diamond jewelry, including diamond stud earrings, diamond necklaces, diamond bracelets, and of course, the largest selection of engagement rings in the area. Everyone, and I mean everyone, loves our three-carat man-made diamond for $3,995. And that diamond is perfect for your engagement ring. You know she wants a really big diamond, and you also know that you want to buy her the best quality diamonds you can. Well, Jeffrey Mann Fine Jewelers, we can help you with both. And you do know the only place you can purchase an authentic man-made diamond is at Jeffrey Mann Fine Jewelers. Jeffrey Mann Fine Jewelers, 5247 Monroe Street in Toledo. com. It's your downtown flower shop, so stop in and explore. Keepsake smile suits and tuxedos The store credit promo is back at Once Upon a Child in Finley. When you sell to us now through the end of February, you'll receive up to 20% more when you choose store credit. Declutter your kids' closets and restock for spring. Plus, winter clearance apparel is now 75% off. Recycle kids' stuff at your local Once Upon a Child in Finley. Find us on Tiffin Avenue behind Starbucks. Visit us online at onceuponachildfinley.com or find us on Facebook. Back we are on the NWO Orthopedics Sports Huddle from the Frickers Studios here on Classic. It's 96.7 WBVI ESPN, 1430 AM, 105.7 FM. WFOB Lance Morris, Matt Common here with you. Big thanks to Oboe Loudon Head Boys basketball coach Roger Jury along with his players for joining us here on the show today. And I think they, Matt, provided more than we could have really ever possibly hoped. Uh, this this is why we bring them back. I mean, just being honest, they they are such an entertaining group. They're very... Very strong chemistry over there at Hopewell Loud, and it's no secret that they're as good in every sport as they are because of it. But uh, man, some of the off-air stories as well. Getting some more context attached to them, actually having some uh, video proof of that. I'm genuinely concerned about some of their survival skills <laughs> and sur- survival instincts. They're, they're they're still in high school. They're still in high school. I, I respect that, but it's that again. Actually, see some videos pertaining to some of those stories that were said. Well, it just goes to show like the quickness of making sure to get these things on video, which we, I think maybe like, at least for me, when I like started, got into college is when I started developing that. Cause I eventually then got an iPhone. That was kind of the big barrier for me. at least. Like, I don't know. I think my fight or flight instinct does not have a third option, which is record. So <laughs> I didn't get to that stage ever, but no, it, it, we have a great time with them. We really appreciate them coming in 
year in and year out like this. This is what their third or fourth year coming in second as a team? second year second at least in, studio. In, the, in the studio itself. We we had him at Frickers a bunch of times over the years. Yeah, but I mean, Co- Coach Jury always did a good job just like bringing the whole herd with him, kind of thing, and made it entertaining. So no, it's it always always happy to have them. Speaking of, of course, stop by the Frickers in Finley for their daily specials tonight. Get their sirloin steak dinner kits. Eat free all day, every day at Frickers. Download the Frickers app to see more and to place an order. Find them online at Frickers.com. And a couple things I did want to touch on before we run out of time here well, wait, on the show. Before you do that. And that, folks, is what we call in the business a fantastic lead-in for a live read. Exactly. Um, so one of the things we had last night was uh, Max Struess. I'm sure you might have seen the 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 finish calling game from 59 feet away have you heard the call on the radio of the finish i did i did did you not love it oh no i loved every minute of it i'm just sad i wasn't the one making that oh. call it's no because I, I have the audio if you wanted to hear oh the please I, I i need that injected directly almost daily that was magical courtesy of the Cavs audio verse of course, it helps when I click the right right, uh, right mouse. Kleba to inbound, just to the left of the Cavs bench. All we need Kleba. is a deflection. Pass deflected by Mobley, but grabbed by Doncic. Doncic bounced underneath the P.J., and he laid it in with 2.6 to go. Cavs out of timeout. Struess into Mobley. Back to Max. Half-court shot. Good! Good! He hit it! Cavs win! That is an energy. This Place is going crazy. That should be reserved for a game the seven. The Cavaliers <laughs> have 2.6. They were out of timeouts. Screws let it fly. Screws hit nothing but net. Screws on the loose with the game winner. I mean, yeah, it, it, it doesn't get much better than that look, in, ter- in terms of a game-ending call, especially in a regular season game. I mean, look, that's right up there with their, and there ain't no flags. <laughs> Just no great, great call. I mean, yeah, I'm just, I'm just upset I didn't make that call to be honest. But uh, I, I gotta give Max Drews a lot of credit. I mean, tough game, tough back and forth last night for the Cavs against Dallas. And I mean, he had what 15 in a row before that buzzer beater, or like he was five for five on three pointers in the fourth yeah. quarter, or something like that. I mean, uh, call call me crazy, but uh, this Cleveland Cavaliers team being second in the East feels like they might be pretty darn good in a tough out come postseason time. I mean, as long as they can stay slash get healthy. I mean, so much in bat, and I was talking about this with one of my friends earlier, just so much of it requires health at the right time. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. And, and while we're on that subject, a little uh, side note to the Cleveland fans out there, Darius Garland is still recovering, Okay. Like, I know Cleveland fans like to do this thing where we hate on a point guard, insist that they draft another point guard, and then wait three years and then criticize that point guard as well. Can, can we bypass all of that, please? That Darius Garland is playing the role that Kyrie had to play when LeBron was here to Donovan Mitchell. It's, it's no longer Darius' show. Before Mitchell got here, it was Darius' show that year. It's just, let's let's pump the brakes on the Don, the Darius Garland negativity and even a little bit of the Evan Mobley de- negativity. I called it wrong on Evan Mobley. I was not sold on him. I, I remember giving you so much. Yeah. I, 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 well, but to my credit on that one, that's because I was viewing him as a traditional power forward, 
which he just isn't. Well, right. And that's really what the NBA has gone away there, from. I was so. going to say there's not really many. There, there's very few of those. Like for me, I view a power forward kind of like a Marvin Bagley or like what a Ben Wallace used to be back in the day. And that's just not what a power forward is anymore. Yeah. So I, I I own it. I got that one wrong, but I got it wrong from a place of saying that I didn't think he was bad just as a four, the way I view a four. It didn't really seem to make sense. But yeah, this, this Cavs team looks pretty good, man. They really do. One of the multiple free agents we've talked about in uh, in baseball, finally one of them was signed in the Cubs uh, signing Cody Bellinger. You think that was the right move for him to go back to the Cubbies? Oh, sure. I, I mean, seem, seems like the Cubs are a little bit of underdue management kind of attitude over there, which is good to see. But uh, I'm, I'm just waiting for the Cleveland Guardians and the Dolans to be like, oh, we almost signed Cody Bellinger. You totally have to believe us. We were like this close, man to signing him like he was ready to come in here for a veteran minimum because we don't want to give anyone any money and he just apparently likes money so we couldn't get him but hey enjoy our five triple a prospects in the utility infielder we'll get later this year when we trade jose ramirez and shane bieber it's the uh, sell the team but yes good good move by the cubs i think smart move by bellinger um even if it's on a smaller contract than what he probably anticipated Gives him the opportunity to go out there, kind of demonstrate his stuff again, and hopefully lead to a better contract for him in the not-so-distant future, at the bare minimum, being on a team that he's familiar with and competitive with. And, of course, also uh, one more football thing for you. The new Raiders GM, also the former Chargers GM, says Devontae Adams won't be traded. Think that's the right thing, or should they look to trade him? So how did you describe his job title? As the what? And he, he was, was what? He was the former Car- Chargers GM. Yeah, that sounds about right. There's a reason he was former on that one because he probably should have traded Mike Evans or or Mike Williams, excuse me, or Keenan Allen during the offseason, and he didn't. And, well, you saw what happened. So, I don't know. That, that seems pretty on brand for, uh, was it Tom Telesco? That's the GM out yep. there now? Yep. Seems kind of on brand for Tom Telesco, and, to be honest, if they are looking to go with one of the big three quarterbacks in this year's draft, allegedly big three, I'll, I'll have my official rankings out here soon after the uh, combine's done. But uh, you, need, you, need, you need the combine to determine. Well, I want to see or? some, uh, not so much the combine, like the big three. I mean, everyone knows who we're talking about. Caleb Williams, uh, Drake May, and then Jaden Daniels. All three of them are not throwing. So I really want to watch guys like Bo Nix, Michael Penix Jr., J.J. McCarthy to an extent but some of the other ones that are coming out in this draft, I really want to see their throwing and what they can do before kind of lock in on those. But if Vegas is serious about going after one of the big names as a rookie quarterback, I, I would want Devontae Adams still. That That's a nice safety blanket, but pretty sure the Jets are going to throw them a first and a third to try and get him back with uh, everyone's favorite quarterback, the, the ever enigmatic uh, Aaron Rodgers. Well, we'll see. I, I think it's not a bad move for the Raiders. I think it's a terrible move for Devontae Adams. But it's also Tom Telesco, so he's saying he won't trade him now, but probably get a third or fourth rounder out of him come uh, draft day. That'll just about do it for us today. Big thanks to Roger Jury along with players from the Hopewell Loudon Boys Basketball team, team for joining us today. And don't miss our coverage coming the next few days of high school basketball. Tomorrow night we'll have a doubleheader of high school girls district games. Game one, a BVC match at Macomb. Taking on Arcadia Game 2, an old MAL matchup. Calvert going up against Cary. Jimmy Nixon and I will have those games for you tomorrow night on both of our stations. And then Friday, we'll each have a boys' sectional game 
on our stations on Classic Hits. We'll have New Regal against Old Ford, assuming they both are able to win their semifinals games tonight. Matt Brown and I would have that for you Friday night just before 7. And then on WFOB, coverage of Fostoria Boys Basketball. They'll be taking on either Napoleon or Lima Bath as each of those teams are playing in their own sectional semis game tonight as Fostoria looks to win a sectional title. Matt Common and Tom Grine will have that one for you on WFOB on Friday. And then Saturday, we'll have the district finals matchup with the winners from the Thursday games, either McComb or Arcadia taking on Carrier Calvert. We'll again have that on both of our stations come Saturday night around 6 o'clock. So, yeah, we got some uh, we got some good basketball coming up these next few days. That we do. And, I mean, uh, for, first of all, uh, hats off to Jimmy Nicholson. I mean, t- tough break in the opening round there for Arlington girls basketball, but a good season for them overall. But let's be honest, I know you're happy that – He's he's uh, back in the fold, so you get someone to talk to again. I mean, you're bra- Let's put it this way. Jimmy being available, you were so excited. I got dropped from those games the minute Jimmy Nicholson well, is possibly let's, available. Let's call, let's call a spade a spade. Matt Brown, his daughter's playing the second game, so I wasn't going to have Matt on the second game. But Jimmy coached against both Arcadia and... And McComb, and I think they played Carey at one point too. You're acting like having proper insider information like that is important, Lance. I mean, when I have the opportunity, <laughs> you got to strike the iron while it's hot. No, that's fair. And no, Jimmy's phenomenal. I'm really excited to actually tune in for that one with you guys because I, I he he's a great call. I, he really is. Uh, it's not even saying on air. That's a that's a public endorsement of Jimmy Nicholson as a broadcaster for anyone out there tuning in and listening. Get ready for the text tomorrow when he hears this. Too. I'm sure, and I'm looking forward to it. I'll tell you what, he he and Tom, you and I are kind of spoiled with our color commentators that oh, we yeah. have. Tom filled me in about the uh, Bellevue Toledo Scott score when that came through. Did you see that final? By the way, I know I know you told me about it. It was a lot to a little. Sixty nine twenty eight, and they won their opening round seventy nine to ten. I know I know we're wrapping up, but just seriously. Who's stopping them? Like, my God. And they're, they're, I think, aren't they only the two seed, too? Yeah. In that, in that district? Which I is, for, I forget who's number one. Which is but. terrifying. Yeah. But no, we're, we're, we're spoiled with our color commentaries that we have. So it's fun to get to do stuff like this with you and then the occasion where you had me come out for the games as well with you. But man, having Jimmy back, that that's good. That, that'll make for a fun broadcast to tune into. And for my broadcast partner, Matt Common, this is Lance Morris signing off for this edition of the NWO Orthopedics Sports Huddle from the Fricker Studios. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you in the next one. WBBIFN. Astoria, Finley, Tiffin, and Bowling Green. With another hour of the greatest hits of all time. I believe this is going to be our finest hour. Classic hits 96.7. It's the best 24 hours a day. WBBI.